You said you didn't have a choice to be the way you are. Now you do. These are SSRIs. They've been effective in treating OCD. You mean lose my memory? Not lose it entirely. It'll just become more like anyone else's. My memory is the only thing that has ever made me special. Maybe so. But if you want to be special, you're going to have to be alone. Hey guys, thank you for joining us again. Uh, we're back in uh, January. It's the beginning of the year. Well, <clears throat> well, well into three weeks into the year now, the 2019. Um, and I thought I would do a little bit of a um, conversation about loneliness. And, you know, if, if you heard that little passage I just put about uh, Dr. House there. Um, and there is that episode where, where that woman is, is, is experiencing, she's got a great, great memory and she remembers things that nobody would remember. And they got to figure out that it's actually caused by a sickness. And she said, basically, you know, my, my illness, my memory, uh, me, my being smart, basically, uh, is everything I've got. Um, you know, that's what makes me special. That's what she says. And basically, Chase, Dr. Chase, in, in, in the episode, um, answers by saying, yes, maybe. But if you want to be su successful, if you want to be, sorry, special, you're going to have to be alone. Uh, which is sometimes a feeling that I can totally relate to here uh, in the middle of the woods. Um, you know, we're, we're now, like I said, third week into January. Today it's a snowstorm. I am in my tiny home, so I can't quite get out. It feels a little bit like a prison cell but it's a free prison cell so don't get me wrong and uh, I just like being outside and just looking at what's you know looking by the window for the last 20 hours it's uh, it's quite of a little bit of a uh, stretch for me there um, so obviously I, I feel lonely because since I'm in the middle of the woods there's nobody that can come visiting uh, for me it's kind of hard to get out um, until the snow is not completed because I can't really see where I'm driving, I am literally in the middle of the woods. There's no driveway to get out of my property to go up to the street. Uh, so I have to do some off-roading to get out of here. So it's basically quite hard when I don't see, when I can't see where I'm going because of the snow. So yeah, I am feeling a little bit uh, a little bit lonely there, but I know it's part, it's part of the whole process. I mean, the last few weeks we've been going on with some bad weather like this and, and I have been weathering my own my own mind, my own brain. Uh, right, because I've been I've been having those conversations with myself, of what are you doing, buddy? Like you're totally heading towards a wall, and two days after I have the exact same conversation, but hundred uh, percent opposite, so a hundred and eighty degrees turn, which is frank. You know what? Like two days ago, you you were freaking out, but no, no, you're in the right direction. So my mind is all over the place. It's it's kind of tough to go through it, but. I know that I took the decision at one point just so that I can get somewhere. And, and I know I'm on my way because, like I said, um, right now I have money coming in without me having to work for anybody else. And I decide my own schedule. I decide of my life. I decide of what I do whenever I do. Um, but not having employees, you know, I, I, I lost my last employee uh, a couple of months ago just because it was it was winter and we were going through a little bit of change. Um, I think that that employee didn't have trust in me. Uh, she said she needed more financing, which I offered, and 
and I guess there was uh, there wasn't better offer on the table somewhere else, which to me means that she trusted that other person more than me, right? So I have to take it that way. Still like her. I mean, chances are she might come back in the future just because we still talk, right? Um, but now I'm by myself and everything, 120, 150% of the business um, falls right back on my on my hands, basically, um, which is quite difficult. And I mean, you know, I was used to have, for example, that assistant here or my former teams uh, that I had for the last few years. And like I said, since I've been going through it, through a little bit of changes, I, I lost all my teams, but I, I'm always used to have them so I can bounce ideas, you know, how about we do this, how about we do that, and they were giving me feedback on, on what they thought, and I and I took uh, basically what I like out of it, or, or you know, what, what my insight told me that, okay, that's the right advice to, to, to execute on, um, but I, I like that, the fact that I was able to bounce my ideas to a team, now it's just on myself, I just bounced my ideas on my whiteboard, which is actually quite full right now, if you could see it, it'd be thinking I'm an insane guy, um, but that's the way I think, I, I think better when I see it on the wall, and I got a huge wall, it's just whiteboards, there's pictures all over the place, there's writings, there's drawings, there's all over the place, and you know, you think you're going a little bit cuckoo, a little bit, uh, you know, wacko there, uh, I feel like that sometimes, and, and like I said, it's, it just has something to do with the fact that I am doing me right now, and, and most people are busy doing anything else out of their life they buying stuff that don't measure to their level of happiness just so they can show off to other people right uh i mean i was speaking with someone when was that a couple of days ago and you know they said the same thing they, they feel lonely and they, they feel like you know just changed their lives went through it's just a young fellow he's 20 27 um well i'm not that older than that but i mean it's still trying to find himself and went through a very very hard time last year um and so he feels so lonely that you know he's contemplating suicide quite quite a lot and so by having a conversation and just sitting down with him you know we're trying to tell him like listen buddy like i'm 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 getting closer to 32 myself um i know that my life is going in the right direction because i've got all these good good things happening to me happening to me and all these good feelings growing inside of me um, but I got no clue where I'm going I mean I'm still 32 and when I grew up when I was 32 I was supposed to have figured it out I was supposed to be a Nobel Peace Prize by 32 I was supposed to have 150 people working for me by the time I was 32 I was supposed to be you know maybe having the, my own church to my name having people venerating me every morning at 32 but it comes to what society put in our heads uh our generation that the millennials and the first 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 wave of millennials right um been putting our heads that if we work hard we're going to be somebody and, and we put so much pressure on being and being and being somebody that you can sometimes lose track of who you really are uh you know in, instead of trying to be somebody you have to try to be yourself and so that young fella there he, he was quite like i said it was just a couple of days ago so so it's quite fresh my head and i'm trying to wait what we talked about because everything that he talked to me about he resonates to me right but he said he has so much pressure with his family so many things that he has to do and, and he feels like he has no one to talk to because every time he takes the phone says hey mom you know what i'm having a little bit of a down down day today you know like uh you know my investments didn't go so well or, or this my business uh, you know i might have been a little bit lazy on this side or whatever and so on and so on and basically he said 
he's a little bit like me, he, he can't do that because as soon as he take the phone to speak to the family, the, the first thing they say is, we told you, we told you you can't do it, we told you this is not for you, we told you how to do it, we told you the blueprint of how to be happy and you don't want to follow it. Um, well, most parents' blueprint nowadays to on how to be happy is to have the safe job uh, and Take a mortgage and, and put as much credit as you can on your back. So have as fast as you can the bigger house, the bigger car, the bigger job, the bigger family, the bigger, the beautifulest woman, the most strongest man, husband that you can find. You know what I mean? So, yes, it, it's, it, it feels lonely, and, and especially when you have no one to talk to. Um, but you got to remember that at the end of the day, this is just a feeling. Um... It's hard, really, really hard to control a feeling and, and to kind of put it aside, especially when it's a a feeling where, you know, you really have to walk by faith and not by sight. Um, you, you, you're just wondering, how is that going to work out? I mean, that yourself that is thinking at that right moment uh, that you are alone and that you're not sure having the self-doubt moment... Um, it's kind of healthy, but at the end of the day, you got to remember, remember, you've made the switch someday for some reason. It's easy to go backwards and, and go back to the same old safe thing that we all know, right? Um, but I think that the safe thing was going to get you waking up at 40, 45, 50. Damn, it, it hit me. I was 30, right? That... You know, working for a big corporation, making 10 cents on, you know, sorry, 1 cents on the dollar that I was bringing in, um, just because that's what it is. I was an employee and, and, you know, whatever profit margin that the big corporation, the big financial institution I was working for uh, was making, it was just to look good in the, you know, those Bloomberg and, and financial magazines that you find out there, um, which was great. You know, I, I sold for a few million dollars of uh, of whatever I was selling there, I don't want to be too specific uh, because it doesn't really matter, right? Um, but at the end of the day, I was selling millions for other people and I realized, that, you know, I, I could try to sell millions for me. I just got to find a product to sell and, and just apply the same thing I'm doing here. Um, and that's what it is. But trying to convince people that, that what you're doing is what feels good to you and if it feels good to you, it should be good to do it. It's really difficult, man. I mean, freak, I mean... I've been trying to convince my parents for the last two years, three years that that's what I want to do, right? Like, I, I, I'm tired of waking up at 7 in the morning to get that shower and, you know, uh, suit and tie and everything tied up. And then, you know, making sure my shoes were polished and, and making sure that the $300 suit didn't have a, you know, a wrinkle at the wrong place. And humping into my you know sixty thousand dollar car go to work and you know spend an hour and they're honking my horn because i'm like fuck i'm gonna be late right i'm sorry i just work but uh you know I'm, I'm gonna be late to work you know stressing out freaking out you know i can't lose this job because if i lose the job like i'm gonna lose everything because well i was making good money but i was spending good money too right so obviously if i'm making i'm gonna say you know if i was making five thousand dollars a month I was spending $4,900 a month in just paying for my lifestyle, which was, you know, the big house, the big car, the big, you know, bling, bling, freaking watch and all of this stuff. And don't get me wrong, I still have most of that because, well, I was making good money, so I paid for it. Um, 
but there's no I have no personal attachment to all of this I mean I have my house right now and I have it, it's quite of a somewhat of a big house right uh, if we go into the Toronto area uh, the house that I had would be most likely at one point something millions right uh, dollars um, right now I have four 20 some year old men living in there so <laughs> is that gonna match with the art food floor is that gonna you know am I gonna find out some holes on the walls at some point I don't know I have no clue all I know is that money is still coming in right and um, some people kind of well I'm gonna say some people I'm gonna say closer family right like family and, and close friends and some people that don't have the same level of, of vision that you do that don't see you know your project is yours and, and people that don't see I mean in my family from myself for example uh, when they say you know the, those tenants are going to destroy your house you're gonna end up with no house you're gonna, at the end of the day I don't care I mean I'm healthy I'm happy I'm you know all of this is just objects and if they do destroy my house I'm just gonna fix it back up and I'm gonna rent it out again make money out of it I mean the equity is still there the, the land is still there everything is still there there's nothing that can go wrong with what I'm doing right now that can lend me into a very bad situation on, on, unless I've I screwed up right but I'm responsible 100% at this point um, but there's so many people that just don't understand what's happening I have so many personal messages saying dude how how do you make your money and I'm like well the first thing first, don't spend, <laughs> don't spend it, don't spend the money you don't have. So that's the first thing, right? And it's so hard to try to explain to people and, and that can only understand to their level of perception is that, listen, even if it seems weird to you that I actually am making a living right now and that I'm actually living happily without without selling drugs or you know doing all those quick easy cash jobs that everybody can do i'm actually making on my own rules finding my own clients letting the, those clients coming to me too and it's been years right but i know that i'm not done i have no idea where i'm going but at the end of the day i just know that everything that i've put in place is to be up to that level today is enough for me to be happy so like we said, I'm getting off track a little bit here, so we'll get back to the same subject, to the main subject, which is loneliness. And, you know, we all feel that way, I'm going to say, say, and it comes back to what I was saying to, to that young guy a couple of days ago when, when we had that. Uh, we had about a... Our session was about six hours of sitting down and just, you know, talking and, and figuring out, uh, you know, what's what's wrong what's going on what's what's exciting him what's what's going on with him right and and that's what he says he says listen buddy like i i, I understand you're here because you you know you, you're going to tell me whatever i want to hear but he says i i cry every night he says i don't understand how we cry every night and i'm like listen that's that's part of it i mean you're doing something even myself right now i'm talking to you and and i and i can't see what you see um on your project right like i you you came to me and you would say you know what like i want to do this i want to invest in this and i want to do that i would say i'm not the investor for you 
because I, I don't believe in that. I don't see it myself. But when he's talking about it, he's so passionate. He's so he knows his stuff. Like he's he's, he's using words and, and and saying things that I have absolutely no idea what what all of this is. But to him, it speaks to him, and you can see that he has something that nobody sees about it. And you know, and and I would be a naysayer if I would be one of those you know negative people that talk to him and, and that don't want to try to help him. I said, you know what, buddy, you're, you're just talking, right? Uh, you got to change. You got to find something different. This is no good. You're going to crash. You're going to, you know, hurt yourself. Why would you? No. My point, and I told him right from the get-go, he's, listen, bud, like, I, I, I can't see what you're, you know, what you're seeing right now because it, it's not it's not given to me. I mean, I have my own niche. I have my own things that I just know about, which is entertainment and, and speaking to people. Uh, now, you're talking to me about digging underground i i have no clue how to do to, to do that like it's it's not me it's, it's not my business um so so that's basically where we're going and, and for the length of six hours that's basically out of that conversation of six hours that's basically what i remember is is that poor man like 27 year old was thinking that he, he had to had it all figured out he had to be you know like i said the Nobel peace prize by the time he was 21 um, by all the pressure that was coming on by the population, the story, the society behind, and um, he just wanted to do his thing, and 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 it's cracking him in pieces, breaking him into pieces to actually do what he likes, and and he, I'm pretty sure he still doesn't know 100% what he likes. He's just kind of going with something he, he has seen done and that work and that's why he knows so much about it because he's been researching and seeing people doing it and and working on it but it's it's i had to tell him it's listen man like crying is kind of a healthy by the way and um, i don't know if you guys all know but it's been proven by scientifics like that you are a man a 40 some year old man you are allowed to cry it is good for you it is good for everybody and myself for example i'm one of those i'm some I think it was 15 years the last time I cried uh, because I was raised that way I'm a man I need to be square I need to be that's one of those things that I came across now um, you need to be you know making a lot of money and having the big cars you know and, and I've been through this and I've done all of that and I understand where people are coming from for that but if you need to cry as a human being as as an entrepreneur as a lonely person cry it, it's gonna bring you right back I mean you know I don't want to be too graphic here with, with that analogy but I mean when you're when you're sick to your stomach and and you know you go and you go and 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 then puke right <laughs> you you're sick from the front I'm, I'm gonna say about 10 minutes after you, you feel better why just because whatever was in your stomach at this time was sent out or cleaned out among the pipe when it you know, whatever you threw up, threw up, and then you feel better, you know, 10 minutes after. I hope we're not talking about alcohol here, guys, right? Like, if if if, <laughs> if you guys are way too much into this, we got to talk. But, um, yeah, it's the same thing, basically, with with loneliness. If you, you need to cry, uh, you know, crack a few tears to, to understand that, okay, this is what it's like, but it's not the, the last day of my life. It's just the beginning, guys, like, especially 27-year-old. You're brand new to this. Like you're, you're just discovering. I know, I know. It was all, you know, blur, all 
talk until then and and, and, and like I said you've been told by society and, and medias and, and marketing and whatever and whatever that you needed to be this and that and that and that to be a great person by the time you're 2021 um, but honestly 2021 you, you know nothing you've done nothing like I'm 31 and I still feel like I've got so much to learn and so 2021 you, you know nothing and, and you don't have to either you just gotta know yourself and then take one step in every direction that you need to go um right and 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 like i said if you need to cry um to kind of get that monkey off your back and when i'm talking about the monkey i'm talking about the anxiety the stress the pressure that's giving us by xyz that it is your family that it is society that it is your own pressure your wife your kids your grandparents whoever it is right that puts pressure on you um, sometimes you might want to get into your own room, uh, think about all this and get those emotions out and then, okay, what do I do to never feel that way again? Right. Um, am I going in the right direction and this is just the pain cracking me up because it's difficult, but I know I'm getting there or is it actually I'm crying because I'm, I'm, I'm going through some pain right now and, and I don't see any exit strategy and I don't see how. I'm actually gonna achieve something going the way that I do, and this is this is the most important part of of crying. I would say or feeling lonely is, do I believe myself that I'm going in the right direction? You know, um, you might ask yourself that question every day, every couple of days, every week, every month, uh, depending on how long your project is. Um, you just gotta get more yeses than no, basically. So. If, you know, is, is that project really what I want to do? Yes. Is that project really what I wanted to do? Eh, not sure. Is that project really what I wanted to do? Yes. You got th two yeses, one no. You're good. Keep going. Uh, now, if you end up on a, you know, six months of, you know what, that's, I can't see myself giving advice to people, financial advice to people on a daily basis for the rest of my life, um, or you might, you, you might also do what you're doing right now, man totally a different way you might be working for a corporation maybe you're looking for a small business and you're like you know what i'm seeing flaws in that business model i'd like to do my own business and kind of change all of this and, and learn from the big guys' mistakes and that's one of those things that i did myself i looked at what the big guys did um you know that big financial institution i was working for and i said you know what guy i would like you to change this in order to keep me in and said that we are not really to flex and so I said, if you're not really the flex, neither am I. So I, I got to go. So I left. Um, but it comes back to the point that <clears throat> when I left, I had no clue. I had no clue um, what I was going to end up doing. Like, I just knew that I was good at speaking with people. I just knew that I was good at sailing. Um, and I just good, knew that I was good at music. And so I've been, I've been having that side business of, you know, even planning on the side since I was basically 14 years old and I was I was kind of making some good money out of that but obviously you know you're you're 20 well let's let's say it I'm, I'm 31 and, and talking to people sometimes saying I'm an event planner but I spend a lot of times behind the table turn tables uh, I'm 31 year old and I'm a DJ people are kind of wondering he's like what what you're what you're dj now what your wedding dj really your wedding dj like what's what's that give you like it's you make your money like that well yeah 
basically I'm 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 making basically if we do round up I'm I'm making two hundred dollars an hour doing that and I started fifteen years ago. However, two years ago, three years ago I was wearing a freaking eight hundred dollar suit and working financial institution. Nobody would have ever believed me that I would be a DJ working for myself and you know kind of doing the things that I did and and, and I'm so happy because it's just in your face kind of moment you know and, and and i know it's bad to say because nobody wants to have a in your face moment just to be arrogant um but it feels so good right and and when i say in your face i'm especially about my parents my family um you know i started very young 14 13 14 15 years old um uh, mixing with whatever i could trying to make music with whatever i could uh and uh, everybody says music you can't make money out of that it's not a career you can't make money out of that so I was pushed outside of it, right? Uh, I started studying into electro uh, waves, so how music works in an electronic way, uh, and I was pushed away then again by by peer pressure, family pressure. Um, you know what? You, you can't do that. That's that's not a career. That's not somewhere where people make money. And so I went, did the safe thing, you know, thinking that I was special, and, and you know, not understanding why. I was failing at school, but I felt so smart, however, you know, seeing things that people didn't see. Um, but sitting in a classroom and, and, and passing a test, and I was getting a C, D, F, right? And it, it, it was ridiculous, right, like, how how I could manage. And, and I felt lonely there, too, because everybody that was at university in my time kind of figured out what they were doing there. They, you know, I'm going to be a lawyer, I'm going to be a... Uh, in, uh, nurse I'm gonna be a this and that and that and that and here I'm walking in and I'm like well I got no clue all I know is that I want to study social economics um, so I'm gonna so study social economics I'm gonna get into a bachelor of social economics and we're going for the second diploma of my life doing that right uh, and then I graduated from this what was a lo logical climb up was working for a big bank working for the financial institutions and and still there I was still working as a as a DJ on the side on the weekend and and financial institution kind of uh, said you know what when you work with us you got to be licensed you got to be some sort of specialist you are a specialist of I was sorry a specialist of what I was doing um so I had all my licenses and kind of by law I was not allowed to take another job uh, which was kind of fine because I was doing cash money on the side but my 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 main job my primary job was getting kind of frustrated that I was spending so much of my personal time on my personal business uh, well they kind of assumed and it never come out clearly but they always assumed that I was supposed to use my free time to better myself for them uh, which I understand where they're coming from because if you like what you're doing you should um, but then again they were not really you know, it's a give and take basis. You want me to get better? I need you to get better too. And if you need me to bring you more money, I need you to bring me more money as well, right? Uh, and I think we're all going into the transition there into the market and the workforce that people don't want to be traded as number anymore, especially us millennials. We're so we're so lazy uh, that, that we want to be treated like human beings. And um, I think that's going to be a big change. But that's a different conversation altogether. All that to say that as long as I was working still for that big bank, I was still, you know, working as a DJ and working as a DJ and, and, and you know, doing some gigs and making a little bit extra money there, which was good, great, love it. Now, when the, the, the option came up that 
you know, I said to that big bank, I'm sorry, I, I gotta go, I, you know, it's, we're not working out, <laughs> kind of a relationship, right, we're, we're not working out together, well, I basically left, and, and the first question that came to my mind is now, what, what do I know that I'm good at, that I'm gonna be working on for the rest of my life, if, if needs to be, but as long as I can pay my bills and be happy and, and have 100% control of my schedule, that's what I'm going to do. Well, guess what come on top? Financial services, of course, because I'm, I'm you know, I'm educated, I know all that stuff, and, and then I'm like, yeah, but for that I need the suit, and you need, uh, you know, all the bling bling, because that's part of the whole process. I can't walk into a client meeting wearing flip-flops and a short and trying to sell him on a investment fund, right? So... I'm like, that's going to cost me an arm and a leg to do that for myself. And I mean, at the end of the day, I kind of like, you know, I, I grew up working in a garage, right? So a suit and a tie for me, it's, it looks good. But let's just say that I like to have my hands dirty more than I have them clean. So I kind of put all this together on a whiteboard. You know what? It's a great idea. It's a perfect idea what I was thinking of doing with my financial services. But it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It was what society had, you know, society and parents and whatever, you know, all the pressures that I got left and right um, had put in my head, right? Yes, I'm good with numbers. I'm good with economics. I'm good with social economics. I'm good with reading people and reading populations. Um, but do I want to be pushed and squeezed into this? No, 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 no. I think it's better to just use it for yourself. Everything that you're good at, anything that you have, a, you know, special advantage compared to anybody else uh, you would have to go through this even though people can't see it even though you can't see it and it's just a matter of knowing that you have to make a step in a direction without really knowing where you're going to step into or what you're going to be stepping into that's part of the whole process and, and it's a beautiful feeling not knowing where you're going to go but you are responsible for that step not your boss not your mortgage not anybody else. It's you. Only you. And if someone doesn't believe in you and someone can't see it, it's sometimes easier to go alone than to having the wrong people on by your side. So if there's something I can help you, please reach out. I'm going to leave you because we're getting close to the 30-minute uh, uh, mark here. And, and then I feel like I speak a lot and I could speak all day. So you guys take care. I hope you take the right decisions to for the rest of your life. You know, that's what this whole podcast is about at the end of the day is... Uh, me rumbling, me talking, and, and you guys listening if you if you want to, uh, about what I did, went through, and, and, and what's happening, and hopefully I can help you do the same thing along the way. The only objective I have here with that podcast, I'm not selling any, any anything to anyone. Well, chances are anyways, I'm not going to do your wedding if you're in Washington, D.C. anyways, because I might not want to fly down there. Uh, or I might, you know, give me a call if you want, but, <laughs> but uh, at the end of the day, it's it's just helping people out. I, I want to give something back to people. And like I said, I'm stuck inside in a snowstorm right now. So what, what can I do to, you know, usually I sit with people face to face when they, they have something they want to talk about. And, and now I'm just like, you know what? I've got time. It's a snowstorm. There's nothing to do. Let's just send a podcast for all these lovely people on, on the web. And uh, hopefully somebody's going to get back to me. And, and that's another thing. Like, I mean, right? Like I've been doing this, this podcast. It's the third episode now. 
and I've been alone doing it, right? And and I have no idea of what I'm doing. I guess you guys have figured that one out, right, already. But I feel yes, I do feel lonely doing those podcasts, and I would love having someone reaching out, say, "Hey, I've I've heard what you do. Like, you know, I'm I'm trying to do the same thing, and, and I don't care. You don't have to be somebody. I'm nobody myself. I'm I'm absolutely nobody. I just want to share." The way I speak, share my 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 way, uh, my train of thoughts, uh, you know, the same way people used to be, used to do fifty years ago by writing books and 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 you know, whatever. Now it's it's twenty nineteen, we gotta go on the web, gotta go on to podcasts. People listen to those podcasts because we want to relate, we want to listen to what's happening. And I mean, fifteen years ago it was on radio, right? You turn on the radio, you got three T radio hosts just hanging out, chatting about stuff, and and you just hanging your head saying oh yeah yeah that that makes sense you know I like so that's basically just what i'm doing kind of keep you busy for a little while hopefully i can influence you hopefully i can get you to say you know what screw that i'm gonna live the the, the best life i can for now and and that's just that's just what it is even if you feel lonely even if you actually are lonely uh just keep going if you know that, that the path that you're taking is the right one Everything's gonna work out in the end. I mean, you know, there's nothing more I can say than just that. Everything's gonna work out in the end, as long as you keep going the direction that you want to go. Guys, I will tell you good night, good day, whatever it is. If it's the beginning of the year, to do, the day to you, hopefully you 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 go forth and conquer. If it's the end of the day, uh, take a good time to rest because rest is important also. And uh, we'll catch on to the next podcast. If you want to reach out, ask questions, if you have comments, worries, anything, anything. Like I said, I feel lonely too. <laughs> so if you're going through the same thing, listening to me and, and, and you know, like, I, did, did, did this guy here, he's kind of speaking things that I like. Uh, you know, I, I'd like to reach out to him. Please, please, please reach out to me and maybe we can have one of those conversations and record it. And we might help two more people along the way. That Those two people might help another three, four, five people along the way, right? It's all about this, helping each other and trying to, to move forward and in what we want in life and uh, hopefully make everybody happy along the way. Thank you again, guys. Have a great day.